I'm Daria Rose, and this is The Foodist Podcast, where real people use real food to get healthy and lose weight without dieting. Hello, and welcome to The Foodist Podcast. I'm Daria Rose. Today, I'm coaching Randy, who is a school teacher that has wonderful cooking habits in the summertime when she has all day to plan and prep her meals, but has noticed that over the years, she tends to get into not such good cooking habits when the school year comes because she becomes overwhelmed by having to make having to make the decisions of what to cook and prepare for her family every night. And the way this manifests is she comes home from work and rather than because she's so tired and overwhelmed, she doesn't want to think about dinner, come up with dinner, go to the grocery store. So she just sits home and snacks for an hour or so until she's not hungry and then ends up eating like a peanut butter sandwich or something for dinner and her family sort of, they all sort of find something and it, it doesn't go well. And she has, she really wants to change this behavior. She wants to be better at cooking on school nights. And she has the additional issue that uh, she's a, she's a breast cancer survivor and really wants to eat healthy. So she's extra motivated this year to get it right. And her barriers are, are really interesting and, and and very common. She's puts a lot of pressure on herself to make amazing food. She is quite, sounds like she's quite a good cook and she likes to cook fresh and she goes to the store every day, but she puts too much pressure on herself to do this at a time when she's really tired and vulnerable to not having the energy to do all that at once. So we talk about strategies that she can use to be more realistic and practical in how she deals with this problem. And, you know, it's a, it's a great example of limiting beliefs and how they can stop you from doing the easier thing because you can't see it because you're so focused on doing it right or doing it perfect and putting pressure on yourself to live up to a certain standard. And we work on breaking down some of those and come up with a practical strategy for her to get dinner on the table every night because... She really, really wants to. Also, if you would like to be a guest on the show, whether you want to share a success story, something that you've been able to overcome and conquer in your health style, or if you'd like to be coached on the show, go to summertomato.com slash podcast and fill out the form there. We'd love to hear from you. We're always looking for new guests to chat with here. So summertomato.com slash podcast. I would love to talk to you. Hi, Randy. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. What are you working on today? How can I help? Uh, so over the past while, I've been really, really trying to get my meal planning in order. And there's some ups and downs, some times when I've really got it in hand, and then a long time ago where it just seems to fall apart. All right. So uh, give me give me a little bit of background on why this is a priority to you, and we'll take it from there. Over the past little while, my weight has kind of uh, gone up a little bit. Uh, unfortunately, I had a little uh, a bad spell with my health. I was um, diagnosed with breast cancer and... Because of that, because of all the different medications I was on, uh, life kind of spiraled a bit out of control. My weight went up. Normal life kind of took a sidetrack, and that included 
eating properly, eating healthfully, things like that. So now, thank goodness, I'm at the other side of it. Congratulations. Thank you. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. It's a really big deal. You've been through a lot. Yeah, it's been crazy. Out of left field craziness uh, with uh, some, some very good blessings as well in it and some amazing uh, doctors and family and all that uh, that got me through it. Uh, but now that I'm at the other side of it, I want to get back on track. I want to get my weight uh, back to a nice, healthy weight. I want to get back to regular life, and that includes proper meal planning and uh, want to get that uh, back on track. All right. So why specifically meal planning? Is there Have you been struggling with, with something in particular? So what happens is uh, I'm a teacher, and during the school year, uh, things start great. Uh, I've come off the summer where I'm able to go to the grocery store every day and decide nice. sort of, yeah, it's really, it's really amazing, and decide last minute, oh, I think I'll barbecue some chicken breasts for dinner or I'll marinate something all day and then make this amazing meal at night. So you're a good cook. I, I enjoy cooking. I'm a very, pra- I would say I'm a pragmatic cook. Oh, me too. <laughs> so I follow a recipe to the T. Okay. Um, by the way, that was a huge, I, I did your foodist uh, course. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a huge motivation for doing it because I thought, I'm going to learn how to just throw everything together and, and it'll make things so much easier. And it actually, it, it did do that to a certain extent, but uh, there's still all the planning. It just doesn't magically happen. I thought I would do the foodist course and some magic would happen, but I still have to plan. <laughs> got it. Got it. But it will, so it works in the summer a little bit when you have more free, freedom. It works great in the summer. Okay. Yes. And, and yes, and I do enjoy cooking and I enjoy cooking for my family um, and all of that. So what happens is the school year starts and I get busier and busier and busier. And by October, November, all my plans have gone out the window and I come home at the end of the day and I don't know what I'm making for dinner. So instead of thinking about what I'm making for dinner, I kind of avoid that and start snacking around 4.30 by the, from the time I get home and just kind of keep pushing off thinking about what I'm making for dinner uh, until I'm really full. So now I don't, I have no motivation to think about dinner and uh, just it's a, it's a grab and go kind of deal. So I really don't want to fall back into those habits again. And uh, I want to figure out some way to plan and to have it work for me this time. Got it. So it's summer now. So you're doing great right now. Uh, Yes, I am. (laughs) And that it's fine when you have all day to plan your meals and and cook and prep things and and you are happy with that and enjoy that. But when school starts, you have your full-time day job, you come home, you're probably starving and stressed. Yes. You have no idea what you're making for dinner and you have to, who, who are you feeding? So right now it's just myself, my husband, and one of my kids. 
uh, who's in university. I have three boys and two of them are off at university. So they're away from, from home. Um, and so I just have three of us at the moment. Okay. But that's a decent, like you're feeding adults. Yes. Grown men who eat grown a men lot. Who eat a lot. Yes. I'm, I'm aware of how different that is than just feeding <laughs> a tiny female. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Boys, they can eat, man. It's amazing. They really can. It, it's, it's un- when they're all home, I'm going through the grocery store with two shopping carts. It's, wow. it's crazy. <laughs> wow. I'm like, yeah, I like, even with, with just the husband, I can still carry it in one of those little carry things when I go. <laughs> um, okay. So you have, you have a substantial meal to plan that, that sounds intimidating even to me, by the way, because <laughs> that's a lot of calories to get on the table and you have no idea what you're going to make. And so you start snacking and picking at stuff to one, alleviate your hunger to distract yourself from the task at hand. And probably, you probably also need a little downtime after work that you aren't giving yourself. And so you fill it up with food. Yes. All of the above. And what has happened, um, with everything I've gone through is that I'm now, uh, hyper concerned about healthy eating and I was concerned about it before as well. I was always very um, aware of eating a lot of fruits and vegetables and a little bit of starch and, and protein. And I've read all kinds of um, health books even before I got sick. So it's always sort of been on my radar. Uh, but now I'm just a little bit more concerned with making sure I'm eating really good foods and putting good things into my body. Also, all of those things that are coming when I go back into the school year. So exactly coming home at the end of the day, being tired, not really wanting to think about uh, what I'm putting out on the table. Um, I'm hungry, so I want a snack. I also want to figure out where to fit in exercise into there. So a lot of balls in the air. And I think that if I can figure out how to organize myself better, uh, then things will just be more smooth in terms of getting good, healthy meals on the table. Yeah. So it's, you have extra motivation this year to get it right. Absolutely. Okay. And, and you're hoping that if you can nail dinner, that also maybe you'll have time to exercise and some other stuff that you've been putting off. Yes, exactly. And again, in the summer, it all just works beautifully. Because I have, if you all only the just time. had full days to plan your life and health stuff. Exactly. If I never had to work, it would be amazing. But unfortunately, reality comes in uh, September, and and uh, I gotta. Uh, I really hope I can get this on track before then. Okay. Got it. So this is a pretty straightforward problem, and you actually have all the tools already, which is great because you've you you're a good cook. You enjoy cooking. You've done the Foodist Kitchen course, so you know about habits and all that good stuff. So we just need to sort of look at your schedule and your barriers and work around them. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so so let's let's start with like what's working for you and kind of work backwards from there. So you said that right now you're going to the grocery store pretty much every day and just sort of picking up things that you are inspired by. Or how is, that, how is that going now? How's your grocery shopping habit? Right. So, and I think that this is part of the problem. So I'll be on um, a good 
grocery shop zone, um, I'll see some nice salmon that looks good and I'll pick that up and I'll bring it home. But then I start to think, oh, but we had salmon like two days ago. Maybe nobody's going to want salmon. So then I start looking at the other fish and thinking, okay, so maybe I'll make something else, but I'm not really sure about the right marinade to make for that fish. And I start getting stressed about um, actually what I'm choosing. Do I have something to put together to make that's going to taste good? Uh, is everyone going to like that food? That's sort of what plays in my head, even now, even when I'm going to the grocery store now during the summer when I'm relaxed. But what I have more of the luxury of time right now because I'm not working is um, I, I think that I have more of a luxury of time of, of thinking about it and sitting there in the grocery store making those choices in a more relaxed way. I see. So you can handle that when it's summer and they're like you don't have like 30 minutes to get it. But when you when it's school time and you feel that pressure, it's harder to make the decisions. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And let me ask you something. Have you ever made dinner and had everybody at the table turn up their nose and walk away or decide it's not good and go order pizza? No, I have not. <laughs> no, unless there's mushrooms in something <laughs> for some of my kids. It's all okay. So yeah, it, I'm putting the pressure on myself, I think. I, I think I'm completely fabricating this pressure. As long as there's food, they're happy. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's... I suspected as much. Boys tend to be, <laughs> especially when they're hungry, pretty easy to please. Yes. I mean, it might not like, and you know, I'm, I'm not saying that like, that means every single meal is going to be their favorite meal. Like sometimes this happens to me probably three or four times a month. Like I'll make something and I'm like, yep. Yeah, that definitely could have been better, <laughs> but everybody's yeah. starved. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're all full. It's fine. Just and, go. And like lesson learned, like next time we get the tilapia, we won't try to turn it into a, you know, swordfish steak or whatever, whatever the, the error was. Right. Yeah. So instead of dealing with that, I kind of push it away during this, during the school year when I'm not as relaxed. Okay. Uh, yeah. So one issue is that it's difficult to let go of that pressure in the moment when there's a lot of, when you feel pressure, when you also feel a time pressure. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So then let me get back to my original question, which is when are you going to the grocery store during the school year? So I usually go... Uh, I usually do a, a big grocery shop either on a Friday afternoon or on a Sunday, uh, depending on the weekend. And so that's sort of my, my overall sort of shop. And then I go almost every single day to get whatever it is I'm going to make for dinner that evening. So you go and you buy toothpaste and toilet paper and maybe some like cereal and milk or something, but you leave, you put off the dinner decision until right. day of. Right. So I'll get, um, fruits, I'll get vegetables and I'm, I'm really, um, really good about coming home after my grocery shop and I chop up a lot of stuff and I wash everything and put everything away so that during the week, I know it's going to be easier for me to kind of grab and go, but that's more of my, that's more of my like lunch and breakfast kind of foods. 
And then my dinner foods, that's, that's when I'm going after school to the grocery store to get some broccoli and some chicken breasts or some, you know, asparagus and some fish or whatever it will be for that night. So in around three o'clock every day at school, I'm starting to think, what the heck am I making for dinner tonight? (laughs) What am I going to get on the way home? And is it going to be easy to prepare? Am I tired? Is it something that I'm going to have to look up a recipe for? So that's kind of my thought process. That's what's going on during the school year. Got it. So even though you don't have time, you're still sort of expecting yourself to be able to stroll into the store every single day and think of what to make on the spot. Yes, that's exactly what's happening. And it does not work. No, it does not work very well at all. Way too much pressure doing it that way. All right. So you're already going to the grocery store on the weekends. Yes. Maybe we can come up with a solution that puts less pressure on you to make decisions about the actual meals day of. That would be amazing. And I've tried to do that in the past. And I've, I've, um, I've tried to do it with my husband and said to him, okay, we have to sit down Sunday morning before I go off to the grocery store and let's figure out what we're going to eat this week. And it's actually in total, it's, it's really, um, maybe five meals that I'm making because at least two nights of the week, we're going to eat out or we're going to eat, you know, it's it's not going to be a meal that I'm, you know, that's a, a big heavy duty prepared meal. That's good because it's, it's hard to do that volume of shopping all at once. So that it's great that you take a couple of nights off. Yes. Uh, so that by the way, never, ever works. We never come up with a nice little plan of what we're going to eat because he says, whatever you want to do, it's fine. I'm good with whatever. And so it still leaves me with the problem with filling that whatever. Right. So what happens? You go to the store and you just buy your normal breakfast and lunch stuff. Yep. That's exactly what happens. Yeah, exactly. So we're talking about like, yeah, like four or five meals, dinners a week. Yes. Yeah. And we need, and, and so specifically we need those meals to be easy. Mm hmm. Something that you're confident in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and pretty much, I mean, it doesn't need to be super, I mean, maybe versatile too, something that you could switch up. So, you know, you can make a, you can use a dish that has the same basic ingredients, but, you know, one night it tastes more Italian and another night it tastes more Chinese or something. I don't know. Yeah, that would be fantastic. So let's, let's d- break down a little bit what what the most important components are the meal of the meals are, because it sounds like you actually still have a ton of freedom here, which is kind of cool. So basically what you're telling me is you still have time to go to the grocery store every night, which is amazing. But what is really holding you up is the decision of what to make. Yes. You've distilled it very, very well. (laughs) Exactly what it is. Right. So I don't, I don't love going every day to, the grocery store or wherever it is to get my, what I think of as my main, you know, my main ingredients for, um, for dinner that evening, I would love to not be doing that, but that just seems to be the pattern that I 
fallen into. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me too. Mm -hmm. So when you think about the main components of your dinners, like what are those? So I'll have a protein of some kind, chicken Chicken. or or fish or, or beef or whatever it is. Uh, and I'll have a, a starch, so potato or rice or whatever that would be, and then a vegetable. Broccoli, cauliflower, peas, carrots, zucchini. Yes. Not mushrooms. Exactly. So I will eat everything, <laughs> and I seem to have a lot of picky eaters. I'd, I've made a lot of picky eaters, although I'm, I'm not very picky myself. But yes, definitely no mushrooms. That's that's. that's You've got plenty to work with. (laughs) So what's cool about what you just described is a very simple formula. There's like too many decisions to make because it because right now what you're doing is you're picking night of you have to pick the protein. Then you have to pick like what flavoring goes with it. Then you also have to pick the side dishes and then after you do all that and go buy all that, then you have to go make it. Yeah, it's a big problem because I'm exhausted after all that. Yeah, of course. You're exhausted because <laughs> you work day. And that's a lot of work. And, you, you know, there's, there's a lot going on. So what if we divide and conquer? Okay. It sounds like you're having trouble making the decision regardless of whether it's on the weekend or on the weekday. Yeah, the, the weekend's a bit easier because I usually eat out. On the weekends, so... Oh, what I mean is when you're grocery shopping on the weekend versus grocery shopping on the oh, weekday. yes. Yeah. And you tried to get your... You tried to recruit your husband to give you inspiration and it didn't work. It did not. And then I tried to recruit my son and that also didn't work so well. So, Although he's a good cook. So he sometimes gives me some... He, he likes to sometimes prepare meals, but yeah, as a rule... I'm on my own. (laughs) You're in charge. (laughs) I I sympathize. Okay. So how about this? And I'm just going to throw this out there. If you don't like it, you can send it back. (laughs) Um, uh, Sorry. That was from Anchorman. (laughs) Anyway. So at the end of the day, though, what you really need is a protein, a vegetable, and a starch. Yes. And... You're pretty, you're a pretty good cook. And, but how to like, let me ask you this. Like, it's, it's like when I think about like what to have to, for dinner tonight, the world is my oyster, right? That's, there's yes. so many options. But what if I looked at you and said, there's chicken thighs in the fridge? How, like how much does that narrow your options? Okay. So that's amazing to have the protein in the fridge and I'd be thrilled that I don't have to go and, and actually go out and buy it. But then the real issue becomes, how in the world do I prepare those chicken thighs? So I think that, I don't know if maybe that might be the crux of the problem, is that, great, I have the actual protein, now I'm going to look up recipes, like you just said, chicken thighs, I'd be on the internet looking up, what do I do with chicken thighs? Or, you know, delicious recipes with chicken thighs, or, or whatever it would be. Right. So I don't know if it's like it's actually the actual protein, um, you know, that I can I can pick. It's now what do I do with that protein? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. But it's narrowed your possibilities quite a bit. Yes, it has. 
and and lovely that it's in my fridge and I don't have to go and go out and make a separate trip to get it. Right. So, right. So we're, we're working backwards here. So what might also be in your fridge? Well, it's corn season. Yes. And in fact, I do have corn in my fridge right now. <laughs> so let's just say theoretically, there's chicken thighs and corn in your fridge. Does that narrow your recipe options even further? Yes. I feel like it does, right? Because like, you're probably not making Chinese food. Right. Okay. Because corn is kind of, I don't know, maybe it's Southwestern or maybe it's barbecue, you know, it, but it's, it's, there's like, you know, what I'm trying to do is narrow your choices mm-hmm. so that all you have to do is run to the store and buy a lime. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, so it doesn't feel like a, cause you're, you're, you're putting off all the, because you don't know what to do, you're putting off all the decisions for one day. And it's a day when you are incapable of making those decisions. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Right. So it's, and it's hard, no matter what, to be creative, especially, I mean, especially you're talking about five meals. Like you're going to sit there on Sunday morning and be like, okay, one day we'll have like beef stroganoff and like the next, you know, like it's just like, you don't know what you're going to be in the mood for. You don't know how much energy you're going to have. And you don't know what people are going to, everybody else is going to be in the mood for. That's a lot of pressure. Yes, but I, I also feel like if I could do that, that would be, that would be great. Like I, I, feel, I, I think that that is maybe how my mother did it when I was growing up. And, you know, Tuesdays was always salmon patty night. And <laughs> Wednesdays was always steak night or whatever it was. Um, and, you know, you just ate it. It was there and, and uh, thank goodness she happened to be an amazing cook. So it was always good. But um, and she was also extremely organized. Um, but I, I just, yeah, I've tried to do that, exactly that, where I sat down and said, this is what these five days are going to look like. And it just, you're right, it just never works out that way. Because come Wednesday, I don't really feel like, you know, that huge turkey that I planned on making. Right. That, that was what I was suspecting. Because, yeah, obviously you can make every Tuesday taco night. And obviously here, obviously put it this way. Obviously you can print out 12 recipes, shuffle them, <laughs> grab five every week and go to the store and get the stuff. That's easy. Right. That doesn't sound inspiring though. No, but it sounds uh, easy, <laughs> but yeah, not, not inspiring, but it does right. sound easy. Right. So what we're trying to do is find a, a compromise of that. Yes. Right. So a version where you have, maybe you have five go-to chicken thigh recipes. And by the way, because you're, this is only like your four weeknights a, a week, they can kind of, you can repeat them. <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't need to be like, like, I don't believe you that you've never cooked chicken thighs before. I think you could think of something. Right. Yes, I, I probably could. So you, you marinate them in soy sauce, or you marinate them in like lemon juice or whatever, and <laughs> sure. and or you or just salt them with rosemary on top. Yeah, sounds delicious. That's, kind of, that's how I cook. <laughs> those are those are my those are like my options. And right, so you need a stack of proteins, a stack of vegetables per season per whatever that you just buy on Sundays or Fridays. Stuff you know that keeps in the fridge pretty well. 
and that is, you know, fairly familiar to you. So you're not starting from scratch on a Thursday, you know, like toward the end of the week when you're like really tired and drained. Mm -hmm. And then to complement those, a little stack of recipes that are easy, Mm -hmm. delicious, versatile enough that you don't feel bored or your family doesn't get bored and stuff that you can pretty much make out of anything. And if you need, you know, if you decide, oh gosh, you know, we haven't had that really good thing I make in a while and it's a little bit more work, but you know, it's because like all that decision-making is already done, then it's fairly straightforward to run to the store and get the cashew nuts that you need in the cilantro to make it. Yeah. That, that sounds actually very amazing. If, if I could do that, that would be terrific. Right. So it's a different, it's a slightly different approach. Can can you see how it's different? Yes, I, I can absolutely see how it's different. I, I think where my um, problem comes in is that I'm a recipe follower. So this is more, I think that's more of a um, have the ingredients on hand, which makes a lot more sense, and then work with what you have on hand versus... Um, looking up a recipe and then having to go out and buy the things that go with that recipe, uh, sort sort of, uh, making it, making it much easier on myself. I think, I think that's where we're going. Right. We're trying to make it easier on you. Yes. So I think one of the things I keep hearing you, you say is that it sounds like you're sort of going to the drawing board every time for the recipe. I do. So I have, uh, I have a few go-tos that I make all the time that everyone really likes, but then I get worried that um, I'm making them all the time and it's kind of boring and I should be making something else. Well, why don't we get like seven more of those? That sounds like a very good plan. Because <laughs> these are just week, weeknight meals. They don't, you don't need to impress the king. That is true. And truly, once again, I'll just say, Nobody's putting this pressure on me except for me. Like, I don't think anybody else cares. So I, I got to get out of my head on that as well. That's a really good point. It's almost like you're using it as, a, as an excuse to avoid figuring this out. I would say that's probably true. Okay. So how many, like, how many would you say, how many go-to recipes do you say you have right now? I have probably about five or six. It's pretty decent. Would you say that it's reasonable to make at least one of those a week? Switching it up every week? You wouldn't be bored or upset? No, I, I absolutely make at least two of those a week and everyone's quite happy with it. Okay. So you just need a few more of those. Yes. Interesting. So it's almost like you need a trial period for... Because one of the hard parts about finding new ones is you have to test them out and they're not your new ones yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And also, by the way, they can be seasonal. Okay. So it can be this, like, for instance, like I have like winter recipes and summer recipes in spring, you know, there's some mix. I mean, these are food combinations that exist in my head. They're not really recipes, but I'm comfortable making them and I make the same thing all the time. And it changes with the seasons. And right when I start getting really sick of one, the sun comes out and I switch. Okay. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it does. So that's another way you can build in variety without reinventing the wheel every week. Okay. 
And so when you're doing these meals and you're just kind of like, are, are you just kind of throwing things together that you, you know, you sort of know go well together, which was part of the, um, one of the wonderful things from Foodist Kitchen um, was the different um, flavor palettes uh, mm-hmm. was in one of the lessons. And I, I really liked that because it was like, okay, well, these are all, you know, really nice Italian seasonings or, you know, or whatever. Um, I think part of my thing, and I, and I, I sort of also keep coming back to this is that I am a recipe follower and I'm still, even after so many years of, of being a home cook, I'm still so reluctant to just kind of throw this and that together. And I think that that is part of what is, uh, a block for me when it comes to weeknight meals is that I can't let go of this. I have to follow a recipe and, and well, I have to find a recipe. I have to find a recipe that appeals to me that I think is going to appeal to everyone. Um, and then I have to follow that recipe to the letter. And I, I wish I could just sort of let go of that and throw things together that I I actually do know, you know, certain spices that I like and, and that go well together and, and just kind of go with it. But I have a really hard problem, a really hard time doing that. So I feel like we're talking about two different things. So I'm not asking you to not follow recipes. Okay. (laughs) It sounds like you, to some extent, want to do that. And that's fine. So you know, I don't want to put extra stress on, on you <laughs> to say, <laughs> by the way, these all have to be unique creations. Every that's time. right. So uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about using the same recipes, but I mean, because the, 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 here's the thing. If you are going to use recipes, you need more than five and you can't be picking new ones every night. You need, they need to be just as familiar to you so that it doesn't feel like such a big deal to throw it together. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm telling you to do or what I'm, what I'm proposing <laughs> is finding more home court recipes. That's what I call them. Okay. And to satisfy the part of you that is unsatisfied with having salmon patties every Tuesday. <laughs> that would be incredible. What I was trying to to say with the seasonal cooking and all that was that it doesn't like you can this is something that you can retool every season. You don't so you don't you know, it's not like you need to pick 12 recipes and then just cook those for the rest of your life. Tomatoes are not always going to be tasty. They're only tasty from July until October. Okay. <laughs> so that that will narrow your choices as well. But so what this enables you to do is have templates based on your recipes for what to do every week without having to like reinvent the entire menu. Got it. Cause it sounds like that's what you're trying to do all the time. Yes, I, I am. I'm re exactly. I'm reinventing all the time and it's, it's too much pressure. Right. And you have a lot of, op- so, so you can use your, what works for you already and just be more efficient with it. So another way you can build in variety is use the same recipe for your protein and switch up your veggie. Well, that sounds good. You know, because that's, it's a little bit easier, I feel like, to redo a veggie recipe. But it doesn't matter. You can have a, an arsenal of veggie recipes <laughs> that you use all the time, too. 
You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you, instead of trying to like sit down and invent what you're going to eat every week, mm-hmm. sit down and have like five stacks of paper and be like, here's my protein list. Here's my vegetable list. And, you know, here's my starch list. And here's, you know, here's the grain starch and here's the bean starch or potato starch or whatever. And decide and just look at them and say, what sounds good right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I really like that. Or what's in season right now, even better. Because that's kind of going to be what typically is going to sound good. Yeah, I, I really like that idea. And then making sure that generally you have most of that stuff in the fridge. Okay, so here's another little picadillo of mine, <laughs> which is that um, when I go to the grocery store, let's say it's a, a Sunday, and I get my things, I'm always concerned about whether or not it's really fresh and how long it's going to stay fresh in the fridge. So let's say I got um, salmon and some chicken and I don't know, whatever else on a Sunday. Can I use that on a Thursday? So that's part of my, by the way, that's part of my, like a little bit of craziness of going every day to the grocery store because I'm getting fresh stuff. So that's another reason that I don't, uh, generally buy all my produce on that one trip to the grocery store. Yeah, that's a good reason. Okay. So it's, that is actually a thing. That's not just in my head. It's not in your head. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a real thing. And so one of the things I do personally is I like to like all my delicate produce that I buy almost always is from the farmer's market because it's like super ripe, super fresh, super perfect. And that stuff gets eaten early in the week. Okay. But regardless, I mean, if you had an arsenal of recipes, that solves the majority of your problem, even if you have to stop at the store. Right? Because your issue is that you're not going to the store at all because you don't know what to make and you're sitting home snacking instead. (laughs) Exactly. Or even worse, I've gone to the store, I've gotten the stuff, and I'm still snacking because I don't know exactly what I'm going to do with that stuff. Uh, you don't you don't shop from a recipe? No. So sometimes I'll just go after work and um, I'll pick up some ground turkey, and then uh, and then I come home with it, and then I think, okay, now what am I going to do with it? Ah, she dreams of foodist kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> For for you to get through this next school year successfully, we're going to continue the reliance on recipes. Okay. And just stick stick with what you're good at. Okay. The, what we need to do is get you more of them. And that might take some trial and error because you don't know them yet, right? Right. Start with the ones you know and like and are crowd pleasers. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've been cooking from recipes this whole time, you probably have a million. I do. I have a bunch. I have, <laughs> I, mean, I, have, I have a lot. Yeah. So like, just, so don't start from the beginning, right? And don't think, what am I in the mood for? Think, what can I get on the table in, like, when I'm tired? Like, what sounds easy? Okay. Because no matter what it is, it's going to be better than constant snacking than whatever people free for all. Yes. And then a, and then a peanut butter sandwich or something. <laughs> Right. So that's what, that's what we're comparing it to health wise. So, right. so, so our goal is to just get you, you know, a homemade meal 
from like good quality ingredients. It's easy and tasty enough to get, get you through nine months of school. Sounds good to me. Okay. <laughs> and then you can pick and choose. So in terms of like the freshness thing, yeah, I, I don't, I, there's certain vegetables and certain meats or proteins that last longer. So kale and cabbage are pretty hearty. Broccoli is pretty hearty. Delicate lettuce, not so much. Delicate herbs, not so much. Fish, you want to cook that in like a day. <laughs> uh, I I have like a lot of beef in my freezer that I can just pull out the night before and like let it on the fridge. Chicken is pretty freezable as well. I also do a lot of uh, legumes later in the week. You know, if I don't feel like going to the store, like I'll make a lentil stew or a bean thing, I'm making a bean thing tonight actually, because I'm tired. That sounds really good. And that, that would be a good, um, like a, that would be a good, uh, focus or a good way to go about it. Maybe at the beginning is to buy fish earlier in the week, uh, or buy, sorry, buy fish and maybe buy some, some beef or some chicken, but have the fish first. Right. So it limits your options. Good. <laughs> and, uh, right. So, so maybe figure out what you were saying before, a bunch of proteins. And so those are the proteins. And then have a bunch of recipes on hand that I know are good go-to recipes that are easy, uh, quick, or just things that are tasty and that I enjoy cooking. Right. Yeah. So you're not starting from scratch. So I'm not out on the computer at 3.30 when the school bell goes on whatever website is looking up recipes. And yeah. And if on the weekend you feel like doing a long day of braising you know, in <laughs> November, January when it's cold, that's fine. Like, but don't put pressure on yourself to do that on a Tuesday night. Okay. You can still be creative on the week or the weekends or on holidays. We, like the goal is easy. Mm-hmm. The goal is I've done this before, so I'm not second guessing the flavor profiles and whatever, and having enough so that you're also not second guessing if people are bored, even though they're fine. Yeah, they're always fine. As I said, it's uh, it's up in my head, and they're absolutely fine with whatever it is. So yeah, that sounds like a really good plan. Um, now I just have to put that into action. Yeah. So let's talk about the, the steps, the next steps. Okay. Cause I want to make sure you actually do this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what are the next steps? So I think, uh, one of the most important next steps is figuring out what those recipes are mm-hmm. and, and knowing those seven, eight, not well, however many there are go-to recipes. Uh, and I think once I've got those, I think everything else just kind of maybe falls into place because then the main part of the thinking is done. Right. Exactly. And that's the hard part is the thinking. Yes. That's always the hard part. (laughs) And by the way, another thing you can do just, you know, as this progresses and, and you, you get into a groove, let's say you're like, okay, I have chicken thighs (laughs) and they're, great, but 
you know, I, for instance, like there's there, how many ways can you possibly cook chicken thighs? There's three, right? You can saute them, you can roast them, or you can grill them. Right. It's not so complicated. So really the, like you can start from there as well. You know, if you're like, I feel like roasted chicken thighs, but I don't, I'm sick of the like rosemary ones that I make every year or every week. And then like, and it, you know, if you get bored at that point, yeah, like look up roasted Chinese chicken thighs or something, you know, like <laughs> something else. <laughs> and it doesn't, you know, like you can use the same cooking methods and find another recipe that's going to be like the same easy level. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like if you're, when you, if you feel like you want to start expanding, but you don't want the recipes to be a, a, a more difficult process or starting from scratch necessarily, you can search on Google for similar styles, which is sort of a different flavor, flavor profile. Okay. Did I just confuse you? No. So I think, I think that, um, and I could be wrong, but I think where what I need to do is go to the grocery store, bring you know, buy whatever it is that I'm gonna make, and um, not sort of stress about it so much, or not uh, at three thirty start looking up what am I gonna make, how am I gonna make it, so just kind of relax about it a little bit. I think that that's sort of <laughs> where we're edging. So have the proteins, have the, the recipes that I'm familiar with and comfortable with on hand. And if I'm tired of those recipes, well, I have the protein already at home, just uh, tweak it a bit. Right. Is that, does that sound right? Or did I fear off? That, that sounds perfect. Do you think you can okay. do that? Yes, I think I, I can. I, uh, I think I need to relax about it. I think I need to, uh, take this pressure off myself that every meal has to be this perfect meal and, um, that it will probably be very tasty anyways Yeah, and get past that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the time for creativity and genius is not Wednesday night supper. No, it truly is not. <laughs> right. And then it sounds like that was just sort of, it sounds like, you know, that rationally did you just like make that does that become more aware during this conversation did you become more aware of that or yeah I think I I I think I have to just get past that a little bit and I think that that's it's sort of been a it's sort of been blocking me I call it a limiting belief yes yes it's like an invisible barrier to the helpful behavior it's absolutely a limiting belief a hundred percent so I have two, about two to three weeks before I go back to work. And I think it's, uh, it's going to give me a good time frame to start to put that a bit into action. Perfect. Um, yeah, before I get into the, into the nitty gritty of the school year. Perfect. That's a perfect amount of time to refine all these. So yeah, go through your recipes, maybe find a few more that sound interesting, start testing them out. You know, if you're like, actually, this is way harder than I remember it being like, I'm <laughs> toss it, <laughs> you know, put it at the back of the stack and find, find the easy ones and make sure that you just feel totally confident that, you know, when Thursday nights, like the f- sixth week of school on a Tuesday or Thursday, when you're like, I don't feel like doing any of it, remind yourself at that point, that's when you're going to have to be like, can I just grab that chicken and like 
salt it and put it yes like it's not that hard I can do this because I don't have to reinvent the wheel tonight yeah and I and I also like the idea of which is shocking that it didn't occur to me is to stick the stuff into the freezer like I'm not a, a freezer girl I'm I'm or I buy everything fresh and so which is another limiting belief so I got to sort of get past that as well and it's okay if it's if I pull it out of the freezer the night before and stick it in the fridge um, yeah. to thaw out. And I honestly like that. That's like a light bulb moment. I really, I, I'm really going to try to put that into practice. Great. Yeah, because I think yeah. that 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 will really be very time consuming and um, will really work for me. Great. And yeah, I mean, if you know this is going to come, the grocery store actually sells frozen stuff as well. Uh, yes. So it's actually really nice to always have something like that in your freezer just for emergencies. Yeah. Those days when I'm, I just cannot bear the thought of going to the grocery store, that's going to be a really good plan. Awesome. All right. You got this? I do. Awesome, Randy. Well, good luck and please keep me posted. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Foodist Podcast. I'm Daria Rose. And if you're interested in upgrading your own health style, learning how to get healthy and lose weight without dieting and without all of the suffering that it brings, then head over to my website, Summer Tomato, and sign up for my weekly newsletter. When you sign up, you'll get a free starter kit that'll teach you the basics of how to start changing the way you think about food, health, and weight loss. You'll also get a free chapter from my book, Foodist, called The Myth of Willpower that explains the science behind why the no pain, no gain mantra of the weight loss industry is the absolute worst approach to getting healthy. So come over to Summer Tomato and sign up. We have a fantastic community and we would love, love, love to have you. Thanks for listening and I will see you next time.